0: I right, there's got to be I know, They They know, word I shit like a know, times. I the bully drink know,
1: what is this exactly about? Sean's parents are basically on the verge of a divorce. We'll come back to bite them in the ass later. I always wonder, like, why was it always that kid's problem? Did you see that? But I'm sure if I'm quite drunk enough to see me to be of course, of course, it didn't. nobody saw it. You know why? Because no one saw this movie.
0: It's like Avenue Q, only worse. Yeah, it was definitely a rental for me. On 3D, plus the
2: IMAX 3D, plus the other theater had it. So. Which was not really that hard.
0: <laughs> Wait, where did he come from? Get it up. One of those covers of the video store, you remember? Oh, this is
2: that movie?
1: Yep, of course. Yep, what in the hell is this, and why is it on my TV? Yeah, I'm gonna have to catch this from the beginning. What am I watching? A bunch of people are sitting out on a curve guy coughs spits into the puddle on the street all of a sudden a car comes by splashes the puddle onto all the passengers cuts to the word coronavirus living on lockdown 2021 how are you guys doing with this amazing global situation we find ourselves in happy quarantine
2: That's what that's the Snyder Cut really awesome. should have fucking been, dude. And if I ever get good at deep fakes or, like, you know, whatever faking video shit, then I, that's what I'm gonna do all day, is make Steven Seagal movies that never happened. Oh, um, shit, dude. We should have him a Him and Van Damme and Demolition Man. <laughs> yeah, we will. We will. Um... <laughs> But, I, you know, I forgot universe. I forgot where I was going with that shit Um, I just thought you were another shitty CG villain, you know I hate CG villains, man I fucking hate that the worst use of CG ever is to give me a CG villain yeah. uh, I'm sorry, I, can you guys think of something worse than that? Because uh, Well, well did you I feel that I'm way wrong. about Thanos or not really? Uh, honestly, that's the worst part about Thanos, is the CG yeah. Like, Josh Brolin's a great actor and all Um, They did a good-ish job, I guess, but, uh, I don't know, like, I I really- He kinda still looks like he has purple nuts on his chin I think if they would have (laughs) crafted a makeup suit, they could- I don't see why they couldn't have have done it, like, practical at least 90% of the time I get when he's, like, fighting seven Avengers, he needs to be digital But when he's just standing there giving fucking speeches, like, that just kills me That kills me, it's gonna age horribly
1: yeah, I mean, I think that's part of it was the cartoonish ish of it to try to make it still uh, possible to appeal to kids younger than us. But it's like that's the hard part with all of this is like once you start going into comic book universes, unless it's like obscure books like The Crow that most people didn't know was a comic book until they were going to make a movie and Brandon Lee died making it. Rest in peace, Brandon Lee. Uh, it, it's kind of like they have to try to figure out how do we serve the most audience and make back the most money because we're spending so fucking much money on these things. And so it's always leaving some of us just out to dry on certain things. But it's like some of the choices are just so fucking off when it comes to DC versus MCU. But DC feels like it it has relied much more heavily on the CG. And Man of Steel, that was the thing that made it feel cartoonish to me, you know, was that... It was like they're trying to keep it real looking, but it's definitely like them, you know, punching each other and like going like six city blocks away from each other. The way that the three people in black, you know, the sort of homage to the criminals that came with Zod in the original Superman 2 movie. You know, it was sort of like that was odd, you know, the way that they were on screen. They didn't look right. The one guy that had sort of weird proportions. And it was sort of like, I don't know, man, like I guess the cartoony ish of it works because Iron Man is also a cartoon. You know, the Iron Man suit is completely CG'd, whereas the Batman suit isn't. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and Which made me
2: which honestly made me softer on the MCU at the outset. I was like Iron Man it's all right you know like, yeah. Downey was great but like that suit looked terrible like I thought you know I was just like that just it seems kind of cheesy like yeah he steps in the suit steps formed around you know uh, I didn't really buy into Iron Man other than Downey's performance like as a movie I love Jeff Bridges he didn't work for me but yeah. I'm so anti-CG that I still want a fucking practical Hulk oh you know? shit I'm, I'm that fucking anti-CG and I will swear I fucking not how that would
0: look I don't know how.
2: Here's (laughs) the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We have a giant Ant-Man, and that looks fine. That's a real practical Paul Rudd. Why can't we have a giant ripped dude that they like blow up with computer? Like, but it's a practical dude. It's not a CG thing. It's like a physical thing that you shot, and then you like keyed it in. You know. Um, I just I don't know, man. I really think that's always better always 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 it's like, funny do the, do the do the seen... do digital for the morphing shot when he has to go from banner to hulk in one shot i get it that has to be digital but fucking you know even that like if you're basing your digital model off something practical it's always gonna be better anyways like did you see the new trailer the trailer for the new mortal
1: combat movie i did yeah uh the completely cg Garro in that looks fucking psychotically bad and yeah. it's one of the it's one of the first times I had the same kind of reaction you're talking about, and it made me think back like, yeah, when they did the original one of those in the '90s, they made a practical Goro that was a combination of makeup and puppets and all kinds of shit, and they made that work. You know, The Matrix That's was a one whole of the,
2: another curse. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> game
0: I, the, the Matrix. I, I love that 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 OG uh, Mortal Kombat movie. Oh, me
1: too, man. We yeah. totally got to talk about that at the VCR uh, show. Wilson is
2: Sonya Blade that's my Fuck. that's my woman oh. Oh. I'll let you I'll Dude, let you have Christian. vanity Mickey you can have vanity if I get Sonya Blade
0: And I and I like I even like uh you know like the Street Fighter movies too
2: Oh, I I loved Van Dam, but even even when I was a kid, I kinda knew those that was a turd. Well yeah, I like the um, I, like I like the Chung Lee on
0: one. I like the Sian Chung Li. Oh I didn't that see that.
2: I, I didn't see the Chung Lee one with <laughs> uh, Kristen with Kristen Croik. Uh, yeah, you know, Kristen that and Kool awesome.
0: Kristen Kool-Aid Croik. And then uh, <laughs> the the poor man's Keanu Reeve.
1: Yeah, yeah, Chris Klein. Oh uh, what's his name? <laughs> yeah. yeah. From American Pie. Yep. And the, exactly. Yeah. He was like, who I don't know, he was some character I'd never heard of because I felt like that was dumb. Like, what are you trying to do there? See, and there you go. Perfect example of what could happen when you try to make a franchise off of nothing and you try to give one of them an individual movie and you have to create all these bullshit characters. DC has a treasure trove of stuff that they just refuse to use and they're trying so hard to compete with the other people and that's the thing. The other guys are doing it right. You know, like you may not have loved Iron Man because of the CG, but then Captain America comes out and his suit isn't CG and he was fucking awesome. Although I am skipping over the uh, Ed Norton Incredible Hulk but that was in there too Well yeah
2: That's the other thing You know It's like the first You know the first cap Didn't really blow me away The first Thor Didn't really blow me away Yeah uh, The first Iron Man Didn't blow me away Outside of Downey's performance So I was like, I don't know, we'll see. And then Avengers fucking blew me away. Credit to Whedon there. He's a fucking scumbag, but he did make a, I like the first Avengers. I got to
0: stop you there because I'm totally, I'm totally not with you on this. Like, you know, like the the first Iron Man didn't blow you away. Oh my God. Like that was like, when I saw the first Iron Man, I was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, this is so awesome. Like the 10 year old. I expected nothing the 10-year-old me, 11-year-old me was like, "You mean my comic books are to, they brought them to life? This is yeah. awesome." So I was Yeah, would, see,
2: I never read Iron Man, so. And then like
0: but it doesn't matter. Like like all the Marvel stuff to me like this is home runs. I mean, you know, going back like but this is like the funny thing about it is like Marvel started this way before DC and DC has so many awesome characters and so many awesome you know, uh, comic books. And like the thing about yeah. DC is that their, uh, their cartoon movies are the best.
1: See, I have not yeah. watched any of them, but that's what
2: I hear from
0: They're everybody. The
1: best. They're like the like, DC cartoons are sick.
0: They're the best. They because
1: be,
2: they, 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 they clearly let storytellers do what they want to do. Exactly. So it's almost like
0: get those writers to write your movies because what you got going on in the movies is just, Not there. I mean, honestly,
1: I thought the storyline of Man of Steel, I thought thought the Krypton that we saw and the idea of like, oh, you know, they sent out all these like teams throughout the universe to try to find planets that would be inhabitable and they never heard back from anybody and then finally these fuckers from the Phantom Zone happen upon Earth and they find, you know, Kal-El and it's like, you know, there's something to this. There's a universe out there off of Earth that they've got going on that Seems like they've got some shit they could deal with And the shit on Earth When you think of, uh, you know, to me I was still fresh off of the, uh Nolan Gotham City that I was like I could pair the two of these And you know see what they do With that and then they didn't do Anything story wise it was all just Like let's have people just keep appearing on screen You're constantly going like who the fuck is this Well who the fuck is this and who the <laughs> yeah. fuck is that And why the fuck do they care and why are they Fighting each other and why do they have powers and who the Fuck is it and the only people who know Who the fuck it is are the people who read the Comics and they're going they fucked that up They fucked that up they fucked that <laughs> yeah. up that's Not right and so it It's just sort of this thing where you're like, is anybody, is it possible for anybody to like anything past, you know, Man of Steel, everything past Man of Steel doesn't even really feel like a movie, to be completely honest with you. It's it's almost like like comp reels, you know what I mean? They're sizzle reels of very expensive footage that kind of still don't really string together the right way.
0: Their own storylines, though, and their own story, I mean, like, for example, if if we go back to Suicide Squad, I mean, like, in the oh, movie, geez. in the movie, <laughs> in the movie, they're giving the explanation to the Suicide Squad, basically, like, oh, we've tried to kill these guys every way possible, and nothing works, and then, like, I think it was a dead shot says, like, you try to shoot him in the head, like, oh, we that was the first thing we did, that doesn't work. So then you get to, like, the big fight scene at the end or whatever like that. And what's the first motherfucker thing this guy does? Shoots him in the head. And what (laughs) happens? They They die. die. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, everything before that was
1: ridiculous. I'm like, what happened to
0: shoot him in the head that doesn't work?
1: Or who were you talking about when you were talking about that? Because maybe it wasn't these, you know, CG weird things that didn't make any sense. Were they just minions that, uh, whatever her name was, the, uh, Empress or what? Hey, I don't even it remember. It was the, the same exact names. one and the Enchantress. Enchantress, who was a good guy for all of five minutes in the movie before becoming the big bad of the movie, which is like I mess. fell asleep once watching it going like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It still doesn't make any fucking sense. Nothing. none It just shit makes any sense. Nobody no, in that's that like movie a- stands alone enough for you to have a story to care about. It's just like a, an encapsulation of the entire DC universe in one film.
0: <laughs> so bad, so bad that you can replace Will Smith, probably the one of the biggest stars out there. You can replace Will Smith for a second movie. <laughs> <It's> like,
1: <laughs> is that what they're doing?
0: Yeah, it's, you know. Oh
1: wow! Oh geez! I'll tell you, that's
2: a metaphor. That's a metaphor for DC movies in general, though. To me, um, you know, that's like, well, how do we do it? Like, you, well, you make a good movie, like. Well, no, 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 we can't do that. We tried that, like, no, you didn't. Like, make a good movie, like, no, 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 no. We don't need to make a good movie. We're gonna do something else, like. And then, like, Marvel just goes, this makes a good movie, and it's like, oh shit. Yeah. How do we do that? It's like, I just told you, <laughs> yeah. you know. Do you but also, also, there is one problem that they both share, and I'm sorry, and I'm chatty today. It's all but good. But, dude. One problem, one problem. I feel like Marvel and DC shared a lot. That at least Marvel got better with as it r- was running along was that this thing where every movie is not really an event movie. Every movie is there just to set you up that there's, like, an event movie coming soon. It's yeah. going to be Avengers, or it's going to be Justice League, or it's going to be whatever. And, like, Iron Man 1, Cap 1, and Thor 1 all felt like that. Like, oh, this is just, like, just like they're going to do them all together, and it's going to be great. And in that case, it was. And everything after Avengers was, like, much better for me than the stuff that happened before Avengers. Yeah. Um because the universe was like real then, it like changed things, and it like made me more excited and more invested
0: in but I, everything. I even like the like the Warner Brothers DC uh, TV shows. I think they've like yeah. a lot of them. Yeah, a lot of them hit hard and were really good. And even the newer ones that they're doing, like I mean, it's no secret anybody knows me. I'm a huge Robin, Dick Grayson, Nightwing fan. So, oh, wow. the, I love so I was super stoked for Titans because it's the first time that Robin is actually, or Dick Grayson is getting his own show, basically. And yeah. I thought they knocked it out of the park with those two seasons that they've done. And now it's on HBO Max, so hopefully they don't fuck it up. And then, no, uh, dude. <laughs> and and we, I love Smallville. And I love Smallville, Smallville been, too. Like that's my Smallville one of my favorite this. shows.
2: Smallville had the best Lois Lane ever in Erica Durrance, it had yep. the best Lex Luthor ever in yeah. Michael Rosenbaum, yep. I it had the best once. live action doomsday yep. ever, it had the best live action dark side ever, it had the best fucking Lionel Luthor. It, it like everything that show kicked so much ass. Like, yeah, there was a lot of cheesy CW teen soap crap, but you have to have that in all these shows anyways. Yeah, um, yeah. and apparently in two in too many of these movies But um, man, like Smallville, hit dude. A short of a Batman cameo. That that show kind of did it all. Had the best. You know, Cyborg was great on that. The Flash was great on that. Green Lantern, excuse me, Green Arrow was amazing on Smallville. And and that's
0: the thing too. Like I I also feel like you know, going back to like, you know, a part of this like with the Justice League and in these shows, I'm like, you already had established established characters. You have a Flash. You have a Flash. You have a green arrow. I mean, I I, I get it. He's he's not an early, uh, you know, he is an early uh, uh, Justice yeah, League or it's, whatever it's, like that. But in any yeah. event, like, you had these established guys. You have this built-in audience that already love these guys and love these shows. Yeah. It's like, man, that's a win-win. I mean, you're trying to, I mean, I get it. You want the big stars and everything like that. But Henry Cavill was, was not a big star when he got Superman. I mean, like,
1: yeah, I would, then they I would wouldn't say be that able to do yeah. a TV show because you would have to have, Yeah, you know, Henry Cavill was at least already sort of a movie star, right? Like he was already doing movies Correct. or maybe, I don't know. And so like you would have been able to do that before they started doing like a Supergirl show where all of a sudden Superman is one of the main characters on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I agree. I was totally like, why are they not bringing the TV flash that everybody loves and the TV arrow and all these other people that like people have been watching for the same amount of years that the that the MCU has been out and creating its like cult because audience because again
2: the WD film WB film department wants to outdo the WD television WB television department yeah Uh, Yeah. there's no no cooperation you know it's all fuck you competition I'm gonna eat your fucking face for lunch and then laugh about it and smoke a cigar and go windsurfing and see like Um, that's
1: like the complete polar opposite just to kind of for a second be able to toot our own horn here at Hollow Nine like that's the opposite that I would envision having all that stuff at my fingertips it's like I want there to be so much crossover that the complaint becomes listen dude i'm only following these two podcasts and all of a sudden there's shit going on that i don't understand because i didn't listen to the other 10 you know what i mean like yeah yeah, i I remember following storylines across books and going like dude i fucking love this i love that this universe has all these people and i remember it more with marvel than with dc but with dc it was like the build up to the death of superman the funeral for a friend afterwards and then the four superman i mean for a good couple of years there it was like dude you had to jump from you know superman to batman to aquaman you had to go to every book because there was shit going on all over the place and to me when you already have the tv shows it's the equivalent you've already got that shit right there you know the only thing is that henry cavill wouldn't be doing a wb show in between movies whereas the wb would need seasons to keep happening happening but imagine being able to build up those event movies by having like the entire second half of Arrow is leading to the Justice League movie you know what I mean and you could be seeing yeah. the same way Marvel did it right again with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. right doesn't it connect to all the fucking movies and um, even before they screwed over Netflix the whole first season of Daredevil, there's constant references to the damage done to New York by yeah. the first Avengers movie. So yeah. it was just like Marvel always just knew how to do this better, it seems.
0: I mean, they started yeah. I mean, they started doing – I mean, like uh, the last season the Flash had a, a cameo from uh, the Ezra Miller Flash.
1: Yeah. So they are saying oh, really? there's going to be something. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to be the Snyder version, but there is – because of that, they're talking about there's even now going to be stuff where Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck are on screen together, both as Batman. Like, I don't know yeah, if this dude, is
2: take my money. Uh, whose dick do I have to suck that's, to see that? That's is it, the, the Flash is movie? Earths? Is that what this
0: is? It's going to be on the in the Flash movie, which is basically Flashpoint, yeah. which is basically going to yeah. reset the DC uh, movie universe because they yeah. just they just cast it the Supergirl, you know, which is the first Latina right. Supergirl. Yeah, yeah. I'll
1: take all of this, man. This all sounds oh, fucking cool. awesome. awesome. I'll do it.
2: I'm down. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fucking, like, you know what I wanted. To, you know what I really want to see though. If like a time machine or or a mother box or whatever could make me see, I want to see that George Miller Justice League that was like just about to go when they pulled the plug. That was gonna be kind of like what you're talking about, where it's like sort of the opposite, I guess, in a sense, where they have like Bale is uh, Batman and Roth is Superman. Roth. Ruth or whatever, Um, but we're gonna recast them all and have a team-up universe that's separate from the standalone universes. But mm. the choices intrigued me. They had like a Latin guy playing Superman. They had Adam Brody as the Flash, who I love. Wow. They had Jay Baruchel playing Maxwell Lord. Huh. They had, um, I can't remember who was playing Wonder Woman, but she was in it. And uh, Army Hammer was going to play Batman. Like, oh, no that would have been a very unique movie. I'm not necessarily an Army Hammer fan, but he if George Miller saw something in him. I'm not going to fucking second guess it. Asian. He just had a major fall from grace, right? Some kind of racist Oh, yeah, something. that's true. Yeah, he wants to eat your fucking ribs or some shit. No, uh, right?
1: I don't know. I did not see it. All I know is <laughs> like, dude, man, you just can't catch a break. First, your Lone Ranger fucking fails. Then God knows whatever else you were trying to get off the ground fails. Then COVID. And now this during COVID, you fuck everything up. I don't that's feel the- sorry
2: for I don't feel sorry for anyone who perpetuates old shit that we don't need anymore, like the lone uh, fucking Ranger. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm so sorry. And that goes for you too, Johnny Dapp. I know you're listening. Um, fucking that. What the fuck were you thinking? The lone Ranger? Do we want, they want that? They Do we want Tarzan? Do we want George of the Jungle? No, we don't want that or Robin Hood. We want some new fucking shit. Like, I will tell say. Us new stories.
1: <laughs> I will say. I felt the same way when Matt mad max fury road came out but then i watched it and i was like oh shit i'm shutting up right now
2: i I mean just about this one in particular (laughs) all the others i agree with you on (laughs) i hear someone whisper mad max and i get a boner so like i was psyched for that you know fucking um i'll tell you man what are you gonna say
1: Uh, I've been like obsessed with that franchise lately and I don't know if it's because of the pandemic or because I was playing the video game not too long ago or I'm stuck on it or I'm still playing it. I don't know. I haven't exactly abandoned it completely yet, but, um, Man, yeah, that shit was fucking awesome, and I wish we could be saying the same thing about this franchise. <laughs> and maybe we will. That's the only hope we have left in my mind for the four-hour Snyder cut. Is that? Well, you let's know,
0: see. I mean, let's see. But I'm like, I, again, I, 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 have no high hopes for it because I just, I just go like, I mean, again, controversial, whatever you want to call it. I'm like, uh, so many people wanted this Snyder cut, and I get it. I get it because it, you know, you know, granted, let's let's. You know, you know, unfortunately, he had a horrible tragedy in, in his family, and he didn't get to complete this movie in the way that he wanted to. And, yeah. and we got what we got. Um, but who's like, the
1: writer on, on fucking BBS? I'm, I'm is that David S. Goyer,
2: Goyer, Ontario.
0: Yeah. I, I, I almost find that hard to believe.
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like whenever you hear when
0: Goya attached to a movie that like a script that's not really good, you like kinda like you know, you have to second guess that. You're like, really? Well,
1: really? to me, it's almost the same level as like the third matrix was made by the same people
2: who made the first two? Like I, I don't know. Dude, well, but, if you think about those Nolan Batmans you know, it's not even really that the scripts are that great. Let's yeah, be honest. They're here. not like the, they're the fucking perf- directed like a yeah. uh, powerhouse, and there's some powerhouse performances. You yeah. know, yeah. fucking Michael Caine is Alfred. Like, yeah, you dude. know, um, the, what's Epic. his name? Yeah, C- Cillian Murphy, Killian Murphy. Dude, he fucking killed it as Scarecrow. He fucking crushed it as the Joker. Mm-hmm. If you had an average Joker in that movie, that movie would have been shit. And I even for my money, I think Bane was what the draw
1: was for the third oh, yeah. one more than I fucking loved Bat, Bane. Man.
2: I think he's super underrated. Super uh, underrated.
1: Dude, I was I was cosplaying Bane for like three years straight at conventions. I even I even got the voice down. I can't just drop into it as anymore <laughs> as, as easily as I used to. But it was like I walked around talking like Bane for months and people were go. like, dude, it's cool, but like at the same time it's scaring us. What's going on here? <laughs> you know what I mean? But he was just such a memorable character. Like, you know, and but that
2: was also uh, to be, you know, not to dive dig too deep into that. That was where some of the flaws started to come. Like I personally love the voice, and I think it's a classic movie bad guy voice. But like he should have listened a little bit more to everyone who said, like, I can't understand what the fuck he's saying. And apparently he redubbed the whole thing anyways. yeah, but it didn't didn't like change it that much. And like they tried to modulate
1: to to compensate
2: for the accent, they tried to really pull up the treble there. (laughs) But like you could tell, then there becomes a detachment to it where the performance does not match. Even though he's wearing a mask, the performance doesn't match. You know what he's saying, and you could still kind of tell. And like it's it's a it's an emotional barrier that kinda like weakens that. And then also having no music in that fucking fight scene, that epic fight scene at the beginning where Bane breaks Batman's back. I'll like, tell you, man, yeah. that
1: made that made it really <laughs> uncomfortable in the theater. I was like mm-hmm. I was on the edge of my seat, like, what's going on here? What's happening? What's no I hated he's not gonna it. I hated he's not it. gonna I do it. Is, it. it, is he? <laughs> I hated
2: it. It's like it's one of the biggest moments in Batman comic history and you don't have like any emotion behind it like what the fuck is i i don't know i i did not like that decision of it um but i love dark knight rises I, everything else about that movie i fucking love like that's probably my favorite one of the 3 which makes me really weird actually um, that
1: scene's dialogue was the dialogue i practiced the most the whole oh, theatricality and deception like i think that's why they went the no music because they really wanted uh tom hardy's performance to be able to be heard period no, i don't need i don't need you know
0: <laughs> but you know well, what's well, funny I mean, first is of like, all you it, know
2: co- first of all composers can handle that there's music and star oh, yeah. wars fight scenes and they still talk shit to each other you know you know um, what's funny
0: is like uh the the bane voice that the tom hardy bane voice is basically how bane talks now from that point to now he talks like that now like, uh, if you watch the Harley Quinn comic, uh, the, the cartoon. Um,
1: oh, they, they they adopted it. They yeah. It's like he, the performance.
0: He, he talks like that. Like, he, like, so it's, it's kind of funny.
1: They uh, did the same thing with Mortal Kombat. Ever since that first 90s uh, movie came out, the actor gave Kano the Australian accent, and ever since, they retconned for whenever Kano spoke in the video games and movies, he was Australian, and the new trailer continues it. Good, awesome.
2: Oh wow, that is that is cool. But you know, you know, I mean, uh, you know who's supposed to be Sonya Blade in that first Mortal Kombat movie? Who's that? Cameron Diaz. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. That would have broken leg sick. or something like right before, right like two weeks to go before filming or something.
1: Because that was. Bring in Bridget Wilson that was at the time where she and Bridget Wilson had the same kind of build you know what I mean like there was a time before the anorexic Cameron Diaz where she had some meat on her bones a little bit and she would have made she would have looked like a fighter (laughs) I think more. But you know, well, apparently I mean,
2: she was doing really good with the training and stuff, and like she was gonna have like excellent fight scenes and all this stuff because she's apparently like super athletic. And maybe she went too hard into it, and like that maybe that's how she. I can't remember what happened. I don't think yeah. it's like a Sean Young thing where she like fell off a horse or like a motorcycle. <laughs> you know mm-hmm.
1: yeah but not everybody's Carrie Ann Moss and like breaks their ankle doing a flip on the matrix and like keeps filming <laughs> like fuck it I got to Jackie Chan my way through this thing it's the first thing that's gonna be my meal ticket forever um, yeah. until I get hooked up with Christopher Nolan but for a second I know we're kind of getting a little bit long on the tooth on this conversation and we kind of barely touched on uh, the Justice League movie itself the shit that goes down in it but like from the point of Man of Steel when we don't know that the next installment is going to be Batman versus Superman, I think the only thing I like that they did story-wise, and then we could maybe theorize what could have been a better direction to take it that could have fixed all of this, is the fact that we see the end of that Zod fight from Bruce Wayne's perspective, and we actually see almost like you know a recreation 9-11 style of what it's like to be on the ground. And from the trailers, they cut from that to... Uh, what's her name, in the Congress, like, going, we have people on this Earth that need to be held accountable for what they do. I think it could have been a cooler movie if it was, like, the debate verse of, you know, should we be welcoming Superman or should we be fearing Superman? And instead of having this whole other thing going on with, like, we hate Superman because he intervened in this thing in another country and wound up killing villagers, and it was just sort of, like, I feel like you're stretching. I don't hate Superman for this as much as it would make more sense like, yeah, dude, he killed a lot of families in that fight. And if another... Bad guy came to Earth. If the movie started with another like brainiac or somebody showing up and they're only showing up because they had read some kind of signal from the um, world engine that worked for all of like five minutes before it got shut down and that caught its attention. And now the world goes, look, first he's destroying cities. Then we got, now we got two. There's a second fucking alien come to Earth looking for him. We need to make Superman leave. You know what I mean? And then by the end of the movie, yeah. Batman and Superman team up, then you have your dawn of justice. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's a lot more traditional, kind of like what you are saying. You wanted that fight in, um, in Dark Knight Rises to have music and to have a lot of fanfare and be like all bombastic, like what we'd expect, traditional. And I think in this regard if they had followed that more, which I'm surprised with how much studio interference that someone didn't say, Hey, I want you to do this. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like where was the John Peters forcing you to tell him the story on it while he sits on his couch and looks up at the ceiling and envisions it. Where's that guy to be like, guys, I think you're doing this wrong.
0: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I love that. I love that take on, on where it could have gone, where it should have gone. You know, for me, um, I just, you know, like if you ever go to a Batman movie and you notice that there's quite a significant chunk of the audience is rooting for the Joker, if the Joker's in the movie and it's a really good Joker or whatever. Um, like, you know, I heard that when I saw The Dark Knight and stuff. So even like the 89 Batman's like, I love the Joker, I love Jack. I love so it's like half the audience almost, or maybe close to it, is kind of sort of rooting for the Joker in a way. And, you know, when it's done right. And that I think the same needs to be true for Lex Luthor for, like, a Superman movie and the universe to be done right. You know, like, imagine that same B- BBS opening, except it's Bruce Wayne and Lex Luthor there, and they're both being fucking heroic, and, and you know, oh, buildings are falling shit. down all around See, them. See,
1: this is why you tell friends ideas. This is awesome. Yeah. Go. <laughs> like,
2: yeah. And you have, you know, not fucking Jesse Eisenberg. You have Billy Zane. Fucking playing uh, Lex Luthor, and he's big, and he's built, and he's smart, and he's got a fucking mech suit, and he evolved. fucks shit yep. up. He doesn't yep. have to doesn't have to get Doomsday to do shit for him, you know. Um, and and he's not he's not scared to give a speech. You know, he's a guy that could run for president and win and will yes. in my universe. But uh, I digress. I don't have a universe, uh, <laughs> you know, not yet at least. Um, but I don't know is there are there any like hope nots you know I have a lot of hope nots for this movie do you guys have that like oh I hope they don't do this I hope and not see that for the for the Snyder Justice League
0: I just <laughs> hope that, I just hope that you know this four hours doesn't feel like four hours
1: if you think making me repeat myself is going to somehow make the story change, or if you just don't want to hear what it is I actually have to say by it. Again, we changed course based on orders received on the flash band from company headquarters. Code gold, command eyes only. Standard operating procedure, as I know you are aware. Search and rescue would rarely venture into an unregulated area without more concrete proof of life.
2: We sure found something out there. When you watch it as a little kid, you know, it's a monster movie. It's creepy. But then there's all the weird artificial intelligence stuff. There's the, like, rapey nature of the face huggers and all that. Why don't you stick your face in the egg,
1: dude? Is there an egg opening in front of you? Stick your face in there and see what happens.
0: When I fall asleep at night, I have this irrational fear that something is going to crawl inside and, like, lay eggs inside of me. I'm actually wondering, (laughs) now that we're talking about this, if this might have been the impetus for that.
1: You know, Star Wars comes out and they go, what other
0: movies do we have set in space? Boom, Alien gets green light the next day.
1: Very similar to just even how our government is in preparation for something where they didn't know exactly what was in store, like specifically
0: xenomorphs.
2: Bodily fluids, and it's not just blood. There's a lot of like grease, and there's a lot of sweat. And Mm. it wasn't the blood that got me, it was the sheer amount of sweat.
1: We're on a mission to bring back knowledge of the Xenomorph. The end of all mankind, all wrapped up in a boat, just waiting for us to come along. You're gonna find yourself staring down the barrel of a living, breathing devil in the flesh that bleeds acid and lives to kill us.
0: (laughs) Hmm. Like, I mean, like that, <laughs> that, that's the, the biggest thing. Like, I mean, I, I hope that, you know, you didn't take this time and you threw in a lot of stuff to the point where it's like, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you know, you, you shine a turd. It's still a turd. Yeah. It's it's like, it's like, I don't, I, mm-hmm. I don't want like all the hype and all like the, the, you know the hoopla that people are like the Snyder cut, the Snyder cut, the Snyder cut, and then we get this four hours of just like, well, this is just four more hours of this shit. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> even worse like
1: than the original was. <laughs> yeah, so I <laughs> it's I, I me hate it more.
0: Exactly. So hmm. I hope that, and I hope that like it's like another thing that I have the issue that I have with a lot of these movies is that they're so long. That, like, maybe, like, you get, like, the first, like, couple hours, like, you know, like, they're really good and impactful, and then you probably could call it good after a couple, but then they keep going. And then, like, and then it's, like, the train wreck. It's, like, I don't know how to end this. So, yeah, that's a
2: good, that's a really good point, and it brings me to, like, what Dave was saying before is, like, some of these movies don't feel like movies. Or maybe it was you, Mickey, who said that. Um no, I, it was. Did. I said I it's know. like a
1: sizzle reel of like ideas. It's a comp reel of like weird scenes we shot, but it doesn't string together and make a movie.
2: Mm-hmm. But it's 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 almost like a like hey, we have all the ingredients to run a restaurant. Yeah, let's start throwing shit in the dish until it gets us to this very specific type of restaurant that we have no idea, like, how to get to, you know, people, like, we gotta you... have, like, we're gonna make a dish, right, it's a stir fry, we know it has to have chicken, we know it has to have beef, we know it has to have shrimp, we know it has to have pork, we know it has to have, you know, cause that's like Superman, Batman, and all this yeah. shit, and it's like, whoa, then we whoa, also whoa. still
1: need carrots, and we still need some cabbage in there, and the rice, you know what I mean, like, there's all these things gotta be there too. And then we have a very specific audience, and we're going to open this place in the highest concentration of those people that love this dish.
2: And we're going to be pissed yeah, at them gonna, if yeah. they don't like our, our first shit. first night, we're, going, in, we're <laughs> going for all the Zagat's New York restaurant critics on yeah. night one.
1: <laughs>
2: our then, test run night is going to be for Zagat's. Oh, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. So that's my the hope. Iron Chef. I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wh- hope there's, uh, you know, not to be a dick again, I hope there's not too much Lois Lane. Yeah. Um, I hope there's, other a few there maybe. Um, I hope that there's no, little or no uh, Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor. Um <sighs> What else? I hope not. Um, I forgot that he wasn't I even hope in the first I hope one. they I hope there's not that much humor, honestly. I don't I don't feel like that was any ever anything that was like missing from the DC movies. They don't need to be so morose, but they don't need to get out there and do stand up either. Yeah. Um you know, just give me a fucking movie, man. Like I hope it's just I hope it's a movie. Even if it's four hours, five hours, whatever. Right. Like, it's not in widescreen and that saddens me. But uh, just give me a movie, you know.
1: Yeah. I hope that I like it more than I like the current version. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hope that it's not something that I'm yeah. left going, well, there is no hope. I actually hope that it gives me hope to have to want more out of this universe because the things I liked, um, it's like I'm almost sitting here lamenting that they fucked it up so bad that there's probably not going to be any more. Like for how bad Batman Superman was, I still like Henry Cavill. I want him to have some more time as Superman. Christopher Reeve had a, co- a couple good movies before it all went to shit, and when it went to shit, he said it went to shit. You know, he didn't try to pretend like you guys should have loved Superman four. No, he's like, thank you guys for still wanting more, <laughs> if there ever was gonna be more. You know, um, so I just talked about there was there was
2: talk of a Superman five with Reeve. Yeah, at one point. oh yeah, because he was trying to get the Salkines back involved, and they were like, you know, canon was done. So you know there was there was a somewhat possibility, you know, Warner's and this all kinds involved, but obviously was not sadly sadly not meant to be. Yeah, I mean when we were talking
1: about it, something else occurred to me. There's another way we could describe what we think should have been better. Uh, is you know if, when everyone gets their standalone movies before we get to the event, it's like. The first couple episodes in a season of a TV show and then the mid-season episode is going to be a fucking barnstormer and everybody's going to be blown away by what happens. And that's what could have happened with Batman vs Superman, with with the DC Universe. And instead it was like we had Superman because the Nolan trilogy doesn't count, right? So it has to start it. We have Man of Steel. And then mm. we went straight to he's getting killed by someone we're familiar with from previous <laughs> Visits in franchises, who we know to be a good guy, who is killing our other good guy from the first movie already. You know what I mean? It was kind of like, huh? That's not usually the way I expected the Justice League to come together. But okay, <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and they went in the era of everything's got to connect and
0: have more loftiness. That's but, not how you know. I see it in my Justice League. <laughs>
1: I remember Super Friends, you know, like the cartoon Super Friends. Like, who would have ever thought that we'd be here seeing these movies going like, this is what it turned into. 20 years later, that shit I was watching while I was eating cereal, getting ready to go to school, and now it looks like this. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's Mm -hmm. all gray. It's all just gray and sad.
0: Yeah, and there's no monkey.
1: (laughs) Yeah, true. (laughs) What was that guy called?
0: Gleep. Gleek. Gleek.
1: Fleek, Gleek,
0: yep.
2: Oh gosh, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> you don't remember Super Friends?
0: Oh man, I just don't remember the monkey. I remember Super Friends. Yeah, he was a uh, he was the monkey for the Wonder Twins.
1: Ah, oh, uh, yeah.
0: Even
2: remember the Wonder Twins. The Wonder Twins.
0: What, what version of Super Friends did you
2: watch? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It had Batman and Wonder Woman and Superman, and, and I don't remember who the fucking one was. Aquaman. yeah had their little Martian
1: fortress Man- in the middle of the water there.
0: <laughs>
2: you know, you know who I always thought would have been a great Martian Manhunter. Um, and it's like a dream that you'd never get him. But I always wanted uh, Denzel Washington to play Martian Manhunter.
0: Oh, oh shit. God, I'm out. Then I wouldn't watch
2: it. You don't like Denzel? No. I Damn, know. I
1: just watched book of Eli today for the first time, and I was like, man. He's got
2: that, like, Denzel sort of has that, like, Tom Cruise thing, where yeah. it's like, he's a really talented actor, but I know what you mean, why you don't like him, because he does a lot of turds, you know, like Nick Cage, too. You know, yeah. Nick Cage is an incredible actor. I don't care what anyone says. Nick Cage is, is like, a very unique and amazingly weird actor, um, but I yeah, love, he does a lot of turds.
1: I love that footage of him, like, when he's young. Uh, maybe he had done his first couple movies And he comes out, is it Letterman or The Dick Cavett Show, where he like does like a Flip and he's got like a leather jacket On with no shirt underneath it and he's like Throwing fucking playing cards to the audience It's like the most coked up I'm out of my mind, thank god My, my family is the Coppola's uh, Moment in a young star's Career in the days before The internet, I think there's some gifs I could Find, some moving gifs I could find Of it but nice. speaking of Nick Cage, what about if we had a universe where the um the wasn't he supposed to do the death of Superman? What was his Superman supposed to be? It was um
0: But when I think of Superman lives. Superman it, lives. Kevin Superman Smith lives. Was. Yeah, <laughs> Superman lives.
1: <laughs> the, the documentary Burton, on that yeah. is fucking awesome.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yes, and that filmmaker is sadly no longer with us, Jonathan Schnapp. Oh no um, shit. Yeah, he passed, like, a year or two after that doc. Really talented guy. Um, you know, um, and there's a lot of, you know, a lot of tragedy surrounding these movies in this world. In this world, sure. like, uh, obviously, you know, what happened to Zack Snyder's daughter is, uh, is just awful. You know, just one of yeah. the worst things. So, like, you know, we should probably mention... To everyone at home, um, that you know, there are like tons of hotlines and shit. Like, I don't know much about it. <laughs> I'm not going to pretend like I do, but like Google does. So, um, <laughs> definitely, you know, if you know, when you feel the dark energy come down on you and you're like, where's my mother box? I need my mother boxes. Google. Yeah. Google and friends and be creative and uh, it will all get better.
1: You know, you could always uh, watch some Cobra Kai on Netflix and then check out some Dojo 9. That's a good way to get yourself out of the funk, you know?
2: Yeah, oh, yeah. And you can stay tuned for our upcoming Patrick Dempsey universe because let's just shamelessly <laughs> plug ourselves ah, right in the nice. <laughs> That's serious right. Dude,
1: it's how you get
2: into the psyche. You know, we, like, we're, yeah. we're building I mean, our could, own
1: shared universe here. <laughs>
2: what could be What could be more happy-making? Um, but I don't know. Is there Is there anything else to add to the... Uh, the mountain of Justice League uh, talk. Is there, is there anything you know you want to see, don't want to see? Uh, um, wild I'll, predictions. Do You guys don't make wild predictions. Like you know this is gonna definitely not happen. <laughs> like
1: I want more Superman, so I hope they bring him back to life sooner. But I I know that they can't have it happen in a cooler way. I just wish it's really hard that whole part that whole portion. I hope what, his resurrection is entirely
2: different, and I yeah, suspect it yeah. will be.
0: Yeah, uh, if there's a
2: way for that to be the case, that would be fucking awesome. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'd rather. Like, Steppenwolf resurrects him as an evil Superman to, like, kick the shit out of the Justice League. And that's the first, like, you know, or the second hour or something. I don't know. We're supposed to um, see
1: the Superman in the dark, you know, in the black
2: jumper, right? The black jumper. Black suit, yeah. Yeah, but no mu- fucking mullet. I mean, what's the point? <laughs> and <know>. again, <laughs> that
1: was during the four Supermans. So that was it's a very different thing to try to throw in there when you don't have that context. Oh, you're
2: right. Mullet is rebirth. That's true. Oh, wait a minute. This is Rebirth, though. Fuck me. God damn it. I get so confused because it's all meaningless. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any history
1: with the story, yeah, definitely. This is past White Book. What are we doing here? <laughs> like,
2: ah. Uh, mm-hmm. God, Death of Superman feels like the Rocky Five That, that should have happened. It should have been a bummer movie, but like, like an action like, pack or slugfest, I don't know. Like, Something I feel better. like it was
1: weird that no one said he wasn't the person to make those movies. I would want him to do the Death of Superman. You know what I mean? Like... In some way, the way he did the Dark Knight trilogy, I want you to do Death of Superman. So I want to see oh, first- Nolan? Yeah. I want to see the first oh, movie They fucking oh, discover Doomsday awesome. They fight, he's dead the whole second movie And you got the four supermen And then the third movie, you bring him back And uh, that shit would be insane You know, the whole DC universe He could set up that way instead of the way they did this
0: The problem is that you're going to have to wait Another ten years before the stench of this Goes away, that oh, you yeah. can rebuild it
1: <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, our memories are too good
2: I don't know. They're shameless enough to do it right away, especially with DC and Batman. Like they basically are at a point where they're half ready to throw everything away and build a Batman universe because they feel like yeah. they know how to do that. Because they always make money,
0: even when they're bad. Yeah. Um, though I don't have know, any high hopes for the patents in Batman either, though. Oh, I
2: don't have any. Until they translate the everything. Yeah. You know, I was a, I was, I was, I was like, you know not impressed by that casting choice like many people weren't um but even still like the more i know about the movie the less i care because the movie looks so bad anyway. so it's like all right well it doesn't you could have had fucking michael keaton in this movie and it would have sucked like um that suit and that car and that fucking it may be one and done
0: maybe one and done just like joker though
1: right joker's one and done right they're not they're not continuing that universe
0: no but that was so good too yeah
1: yeah I mean, that's why I feel like Nolan, you know, that was the closer to like the Nolan Batmans than any of the other DC stuff. And if you can have people do single chapters like that, you know what I mean? It would be an interesting universe to have it be a bunch of different artists contributing. You know, Todd Phillips is not somebody I would have expected to do that movie.
0: No, not at uh, all.
1: You know, Road Trip and fucking Wedding Crashers and shit. And all of a sudden he does Joker and you're just like, dude, this guy understands how to do a psychological profile of a character Mm -hmm. like just like the way nolan does you know that's why i keep thinking nolan treating batman in a universe where there's all these other characters that actually have superpowers and we would have seen his like human frailty be driving his sort of paranoid insanity it's like he would have really been a dark knight man joseph gordon levitt
0: (laughs) why the fuck not well joseph Joseph gordon levitt would have been robin Which I was so hyped for.
1: But didn't they kind of imply he was going to take on the Batman
0: mantle at the end of Rises? Him as Robin, Dick Grayson, he does take over the Batman mantle in later iterations of Batman in the the comics. So Dick Grayson does become Batman.
2: Do you think we're going to have – I don't think we have any Danny Elfman score in this version. I think it's all Junkie XL or whatever. Which yeah. was awesome um, for
1: Fury Road, but not for this. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but I wonder, do you think we're going to hear any of those old themes, like the Danny Elfman Batman theme again? I don't think so. Oh,
0: the, man.
2: We hear the John Williams theme in there somewhere, in too. The, in
0: the Just Sleep? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, you hear it in the the In the Whedon one.
2: I know, but do you think we'll hear it in the Snyder one? I don't think so.
0: Well, I mean, I think. I don't think they would change this. They're changing the score to completely too. Yeah,
2: it's like I said. It's because they originally hired Junkie XL, and then when Zach, you know, left the movie, Junkie got replaced with um, Danny Elfman.
0: Oh, and okay. Danny
2: Elfman was like talking a big game about the movie, which was kind of funny. He was like, "Oh well, uh, like you know, the only Batman theme that's ever really a theme is my Batman theme. Like you know, Batman's never had another theme, and he's not uh, wrong. You know, that's another thing about the Nolan uh, movies that." less than perfect for me. I know everyone sucks Hans Zimmer's dick. Um, I prefer uh, Null, uh, Danny Elfman. Yeah. Danny Elfman just mm-hmm. is so perfect. It's like John Williams' Superman. It's so perfect. Oh, yeah, you know, I really like Hans to...
1: Zimmer's Inception music, but I, um,
0: yeah, I hear Rachel Zane totally. Oh, yeah, I love Inception. Too.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, great. Totally great. That's probably peak Nolan for me. Um, but I don't know. Any any other wild predictions? Uh You know, uh, fucking... Oh, I didn't know about
1: the Martian Manhunter shit, so now I'm excited about that.
2: Yeah, I, that's that's probably about my wildest thing. I I wouldn't be surprised to see some kind of lantern in there. Maybe yeah, even Ryan yeah. Reynolds, honestly, just for the weirdness of it. And like Ryan Reynolds <laughs> is like cool enough to like be like, yeah, fuck it, I'll do one scene. Yeah, no, like, you gotta, you know, I
0: mean, HBO Max is they're they're having a Green Lantern show. So I mean, and uh, Snyder did say that there was more about the lanterns in his his version. So maybe you right, get some yeah. of that. You will eight get eight uh, some more. of I the don't wanna, Jared Leto Joker.
1: But it's going to look a lot different than the Jared Leto Joker from Suicide Squad from what I've seen.
0: Yeah. I hope
2: it's not a longer prologue because that would just suck. And I feel like there's a good chance of that. There's a good chance that it's going to be like 25-minute prologue of like Steppenwolf just cutting out this world and that world in the past. I
1: keep hearing a lot about this nightmare sequence that's going to take up a big portion of the middle. And that's where the majority of the dark side stuff is. But it's sort of like the nightmare is a flash forward to the world we saw in Batman's dream ironically in BVS and not in Justice League so how we're going to wind up going into that uh, I've heard a couple different theories from a couple different channels that I didn't realize were going to be giving us uh, spoilers and predictions on the Snyder Cut but um I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about stuff taking place in dream worlds. I'd rather – that's the other thing I kind of feel like, you know, you guys really got to put some stakes in the ground. Killing Superman in his second outing – was stupid because we know that you're going to bring him back in the next one, and like it's like yeah. uh, it's just like mm-hmm. wrong stake, wrong ground. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Now it's like, out. well, we
2: know this dream has no stakes because Zack Snyder's pretty much you know this universe is they're not going to make another one of these. Right. Right. Um, so what does it matter? Not. So yeah, okay. it's like, and I think those dreams were all about where they were supposed to go in Justice League Two, or so. like Batman was going to die at one point. That was part of Snyder's like big plan, I think. Yeah, which like, makes you know, sense some- that.
1: Then it makes sense to start with an older Batman,
2: right? I guess. I don't know. It's just like, what's the point? Like, you know. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone can just die and be replaceable then because, you know, they're going to like, oh, and now we have, uh, you know, uh, what's the other Batman? Damian Wayne or something, you know yeah Batman now so and so's Batman now
1: and it's sad because that's always been the that's always been the big criticism of the comic book world is that uh, nobody ever dies there's no real stakes you know somebody dies and then fucking couple books later the the super people bring them back or the aliens show up and clone them and god knows who and spirits inhabit bodies and god Lazarus pulls whatever the fuck (laughs) you know what I mean like we will find a way for some shit that might actually exist at area 51 for all you know um, but it does make it seem like Well who fucking cares if they die If they're going to come back Superman dying when it happened in the comic books Was the first time it ever happened And it was was kind of it like rippled across. Conclusive. Yeah. Do you remember when Saturday Night Live did their funeral for a friend? Amazing. Uh, Oh, God, it was so good. I I cried, man. I had not really even been a comic book collector that long and definitely not DC. And I was upset that one that I missed it and didn't get a black bag. I had to get like a fourth printing of Death of Superman. And after that, I was Mm -hmm. on point making sure I got all the funeral for friends and all that stuff. But shit, it was big Those news. Times.
2: It was big Those news. It was mm-hmm. a big deal. Better, better times to be alive. Um, yeah, for real. For, but I don't know. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm calling it now. We're going to get Tommy Lee Jones Two-Face in this movie. Ooh. I just know it. Nice. <laughs>
1: And, and he'll no, be totally sitting joking. at the same table as Billy D. Williams is uh, <laughs> Harvey Dent at the same time. It'll be part oh, of that. No, I want to see point. that.
2: Oh, I want to see that so bad. Give me an animated movie of that DC. Yeah, he finished you finished the Burton verse animated. They're doing well, a comic. So They're give talking me about a fucking movie cartoon too. movies, yeah. Give me fucking cartoon movies with Keaton and Pfeiffer and fucking Billy D, and just I, take my fucking goddamn money. It'll be amazing. Keaton's,
1: Keaton's t- in talks to do the third Burton movie. Like there's a t- it's like it's a thing now. There's like a thing. Percolating. I, you know,
2: it's like Ghostbusters three. I still don't fucking believe it. Damn. I know it's coming out. <laughs> I won't believe it until I'm walking out of the theater. Even when I'm in the theater, I still won't believe it until it's over. I don't know. If they're
1: getting him back in the suit for Flashpoint, then I imagine there's a possibility. Because Burton hasn't done shit in a while either, right? So
0: it would make sense. The Beetlejuice one, too.
1: Everybody's got to go back to their cash cows, especially, you know, we didn't really talk about it a lot. And I'm kind of glad to not have covid be the center of fucking everything. But, you know, there is a certain weirdness to this is being released in theaters. I'm watching it on HBO Max. I don't know how everybody else is going to watch it. But, you know, so what if it gets a lot of streams on HBO Max? Is that going to count as selling tickets? And will that be what uh Warner Brothers uses to gauge whether they should do more in this world or scrap it all and start over. And if the streams are what lead to that, are they going to start increasing the prices on all the streaming services to be able to compete with the budgets they used to have for movies when people were paying 15, 20 bucks to go see it in the theater? There's a lot that could be at play behind the scenes, that's all the business side, that has nothing to do with the shit we love. Characters, story, the way things are done, the art, the creativity. Um, So there's a part of me that's even a little scared of how that's going to play out. Like, if this does well on HBO Max, is that actually down the road
2: somehow a bad thing for us? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Well, the lure of streaming is always going to be the blank check thing. Creative freedom and the blank check. Because you know they're still building the audience you know they're not at netflix level and even like netflix though you don't have the prestige of the theater yet but they're mm-hmm. they're working to close the gap you know they're doing their best
0: yeah speaking I of mean, netflix uh Zach schneider has a movie netflix movie army of the dead
2: oh dave, dude that dave was and being... i were dave and i were in <laughs> ac while they were filming it the same hotel we were at it was why nice. the, the last and New jersey Con. Archon,
1: yeah it was yeah. upstairs it was an interesting uh, time man i wonder if any Zach, shots of us will uh,
2: wind up Zach walked past me, and I totally gay gasped. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I just totally had the fucking moment. Like you know, uh, I was just like. Oh. And like I like waved and like I think he probably heard my gasp and was yeah. like, I don't want to go anywhere near this fucking guy. he's and like, then, oh, like,
1: shit, they've discovered me.
2: <laughs> the guy, um, the guy I was talking to was a, an agent, an appearance agent. And he's like, Who are you waving at? What are you gasping at? And I'm like, Zack Snyder, just walked past. He's like, Zack Snyder, walk past. And this is like he's already like fucking a thousand feet past us now and he just Bolts and goes goes after him. I was like, ah, good for you, guy. Gasp (laughs) is all I needed. (laughs) That's how it works, though, sometimes, man. You have that
1: moment to treasure forever.
2: Yeah, but Zach seemed cool. The guy, I talked to the agent the next day. He's like, oh, Zach was super nice. I walked and talked, took a selfie with him. He was cool with it. Badass. I was like, oh, that's awesome. Cool. Yeah, it's good.
1: It's good when you're that connected that he'll let you do the walk and talk with him and take a selfie with you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah right. We'll be there someday. The Hollow Nine will get there. Nice. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, well guys, I, think I think the Mother yeah. Box might be out of juice on this one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think we've, uh, I like think we've said everything that uh, that needs to be said and a few things that didn't. Uh, and you know, I'm I'm, I'm 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 saying one last thing. We're definitely getting Clayface in this movie. I don't know. Oh, how, no I don't shit. know why. We're getting Clayface because it's like the only Batman fucking thing they haven't thrown in your face yet. Well, yeah. if you we got Martian Manhunter, I wouldn't be that surprised. Yeah, I don't know. Really? I'm joking. We're not going to fucking Clayface. I welcome it. <laughs> I would be all for it. I l- I want to see Clayface someday, you can but see I'm him such a the, dick. The, I uh, want a
0: practical Clayface. You can see him, him on the Harley Quinn uh, the Harley Quinn cartoon as well. Clayface. Oh yeah, there
2: you go. Oh, fucking A. Well, we have that to look forward to. <laughs> all
0: right. Well,
2: <laughs> right, right, I'm there.
1: Until we are, until we're bringing our VHS copies of this into the VCR shop or, uh, going to the dojo to, to beat out the frustration of having wasted even more of our lives on the DC film universe. Um, (laughs) this has been quite the experiment in, um, in what could have been, what should have been, what we hoped would be, and what we still hope can be the dc universe um mr styles and uh, mr torres is there anything you guys would like to plug as far as other places on the internet people can find your creative wares and things that you would like them to know
2: about mickey you want to go first you are so fine okay oh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go i appreciate that i mean for me i mean you can follow uh my, uh, my singer as well as my band is uh, rickbarthnj.com, so you can follow there and see where he's playing and check him out when you, uh, when you see him playing.
2: Right on. Yeah, Rick Barth and the Lion Rocks. I've seen them. Uh, well, I've seen the bits and pieces of them. I haven't actually seen them all united, but that'll be like the Avengers uh, of, the <laughs> COVID, of post-COVID when it happens for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, Uh, I guess, you know, I don't really have much to plug going on. Just stay tuned at, like, NJ HorrorCon as always. Uh, Phantom Spotlight. Obviously, uh, Hope Hope, is always to be doing much, much more here at Hollow Nine. Um, We have, I'm dead serious about that Patrick Dempsey multiverse coming up. Dave doesn't (laughs) even know about this yet, but he does now. Um, I am intrigued.
0: (laughs) It's going to be a whole lot of fun. I'm in.
2: Mickey's in. All right. That's fucking gold right there. Um, Well, that's good because I hope you don't have anything going on tomorrow night, Mickey. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) There you go. But at any rate, uh, you know, follow me on Facebook. Uh, it's just my name, Chris Stiles. My picture is me like uh, riding Pee Wee's bike, wearing Pee Wee suit. Um, and uh, if you want, only do it if you want to see the weirdest movie poster mashups of your life. If you want to look into like the the garbage bin of every movie that never happened, um, I made posters for all of them for you to see and enjoy. Um, that's it. that is if what
1: you call weird is what should have and could have and we hope still might be.
2: <laughs> I don't know. You say that now. Wait till you see. Wait till you see tonight's poster. Oh uh, shit! You <laughs> might be, that might be something you we all hope didn't happen. <laughs> Uh, Well, it can't be any worse than the Batman
1: vs. Superman and DC Universe we've been handed since. So until (laughs) we get to see the re-envisioned version of it, I'm Dave the Clone. This has been an edition of What Am I Watching? Living on Lockdown for going into year two of uh, the new normal. Thanks for checking us out. Check out all of our other stuff. Check out the show notes for what all that other stuff is. I'm out of here. Peace. Peace increase all, all right, right. <laughs> no mercy you've been listening to the hollow nine network bringing you the very best in fan made media that's the word hollow the number 9 i n e now broadcasting from our new home on the web hollownine.com where you can find info on all of our awesome programming as well as the team behind the shows. Leave us your feedback, join in the conversation, and be a part of the action. Find the Hollow Nine Network on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you find your podcasts. Email us at info at or at hollowninepodcast at gmail.com. Join in the fun. Hollow
0: Nine,
1: the New Jersey Harakon reputation is. loading the atmosphere you guys have created New Jersey HorrorCon was my entree into an actual horror convention love wow. it. And I'll guys tell you are
2: doing a great job that yeah. is amazing i'm super proud and super inspired to hear that i mean that's a testament to the community of cons and you know horror and stuff in general my god oh my god oh it's Carmen wow. Electra hey, hey, wow we so are all nice giving you. high lady. fives Pleasure. to an absolute icon this is incredible um,
1: trailblazer amazing you're amazing Karma, like, be well. Safe. Thank you so much. Love. Have a good one. Be well. So you can't see happening. it on radio, but oh, she's my still God. got. It. Yes, that's absolutely. My right still there. got. It. My wife gets the picture. Uh, of Carmen The wife oh, does. There, there hey, yeah. you go, wife. Good <laughs> job, wife. Yeah, that's cool. a keeper. That wife's a keeper. Are
2: you having a blast?
1: I am having a blast. Are you having a blast? I am. This place the, is awesome, right?
2: What's your most favorite part of the
0: whole day so far?
1: When. The guy dressed like Gene Simmons from Kiss stopped in front of our booth and we put Strutter on and he did a lip sync to the whole thing.
0: Guys, if you haven't subscribed yet, go ahead and do
2: that.
1: Yesterday yeah, I bumped into Michael Winslow. I got to have this whole experience where Leslie Easterbrook was lost in looking for her autograph uh-huh. table and I got to take her all around okay. It's spooky, actually. I'm going to turn it's... the chair around a little bit so sure. I can see you.
2: Oh, uh, right, Keep all right. an eye on you. <laughs> I saw
1: you and I thought, hmm. This guy knows everything. <laughs> Terrific oh. Oh, really? and oh. sound in here with cool. you. Thank yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's really amazing clear. How it- Damon Delagreca of Slasher, this awesome app. I, you know, I wanted to do something that would really make it for these people who just love to create, who love horror. Thank you for what you're doing, dude. It's Thank great you. that you put this
2: together. Absolutely, man, it's always good to see you.
1: We're trying to have as much fun and we want people to have fun with us, and that's why we got guys like you stop by the table, hang out, we got to do the radio thing for a little bit. He's uh, from
0: Jersey, you know, I'm, I'm from, from the for, South, so. And I'm from the Bronx, so. Oh, so, okay. so we're all still okay. friends, that's good. So that's, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Daniel Frankenstein. I'm I'm representing a Call ourselves a creative collective. My name is Gail Baikowitz.
2: Yeah, I'm Hector De La Rosa. We're partners in crime here. We're doing special effects makeup, and we're also independent filmmakers. When I ran into them, <laughs> them earlier,
1: they were definitely vampire cowboys. <laughs> I love Better Off Dead. I love Dylan heads. Um, and I'm just so glad that you guys remember those films. Oh this my time. God. Those
2: movies. I would go to school and just try and talk like Bill and Ted all day. Those like,
1: triumphs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to want go to two time. dollars, man. Right? I
2: have walked around wanting those $2 for how oh. many years now?
1: This is fantastic. Yeah. Oh. We need some language lessons. Like, like oh, lessons. yeah. yeah. <laughs> David Clone from the Hollow Nine Network, and by now you know what it's time for you to do. Let's go on over to NewJerseyHorrorCon.com, get yourself some tickets, and check out this awesome event where we are lifetime sponsors. We will be there from now until infinitum with all these incredible guests that are going to be at the next one, bringing you all the awesome from the show floor right to your digital door. Right here at Hollow9.com at the New Jersey Harcon and Film Festival. Did you get it? I hope you
0: got it. I got it. That's good. See
1: you soon. I want to take karate. I don't know about you. I don't know if you've ever taken karate. Every five minutes of this show, I was like, I want to take karate.
2: I'm the type of guy, I get my hopes up too high for everything. You know, I get too excited for these things, and, you know, Cobra Kai came out, and I'm like, God damn it, they're doing it to me again, I'm too excited for this, it's probably not going to be anywhere near as good as I want it to be. And it was so much better. I had expectations that were way too high, and it passed everyone that I had.
0: A man can't stand, he can't fight.
1: It's making me watch the first movie, the second movie, it's making me watch the movies again.
2: Yeah, I love the Karate Kid movies so much. The good guys and the bad guys and Cobra Kai, of course, it's blew my mind. Way better than it has any right to be. A man can't he can't fight. Well that first Karate Kid movie, yeah. yeah, it shaped the whole way that you even
1: thought about like the sort of bully victim dynamic, the mentor mentee dynamic. A man can't. He can't fight. Karate was this mystical thing back then, and the way this movie handles introducing it, and then that becomes a theme that never leaves. It's throughout the whole franchise. I think that's something that makes this have a lot more emotional punch watching it older.
2: Yeah, these movies, they're every bit as good to me now as they were as a kid, and even though I know every fucking line to all three of the original movies and half the series by now, It's still, you know, this shit can make me Cobra cry, man. (laughs) This
1: franchise, the way it connected its movies was one of the things that always struck me as a genius move.
2: I think it was probably worth it that we did not get more Karate Kid movies for all this time because when it came back, it came back the right way. This was worth the wait. We'll call this the beginning,
1: man. This is how it starts. The beginning of Hollow Nine Dojo, or Dojo Nine.
0: Fear does not exist in this dojo. Pain does not exist in this dojo. We do not dream to be
1: merciful here. This is a place of learning. This is a place of knowledge. For years, we've gotten from Karate Kid and Cobra Kai. And now it's time for us to... It'll, it'll open up a way for us to talk about all kinds of martial arts movies. There's also, like, no way to not compare those instantly to Karate Kid. Man, face
0: you, is your enemy, and the enemy deserves no mercy. We teach the way of the mic. Welcome to Dojo Nine.